We're the opposite, man. I put a shirt on, you just took yours off. So I just want to see if it looked better or not. What do you think? Shirt on or shirt off? All right, welcome to another episode. Wait, uh, no idea. What? Stop the video. Stop the video. I'm not gonna stop the video. I'm stuck in my ways. I'm stuck in the house for most of the day. I'm chasing my dreams or running away. All right, well, welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I, Mark, talk to you know different people from different walks of life just basically talking about struggles and adversities and how they help shape us into the people that we are uh, I've had Aiden on my show before but we're now living together without further ado welcome Aiden and uh, obviously yeah it's 2020 we're supposed to be socially distanced I don't want people commenting on this and being like hey you guys aren't respecting that rule enough we live together, okay? We eat out of the same dishes, we breathe the same air, we drink the same tea, we sit on the same couch. What are you doing? Well, say welcome and uh, just kind of chat, like uh, tell people if they haven't seen you before, like what you're, what you're all about, what you've been working on and, and where they can find you. Cool. Um, what's up guys? My name is Aiden. I've known Mark for a long time now. We met through our ventures in bodybuilding together, uh, which we're both, you know, fitness is a huge part of both of our lives, but we're not in that uh, mindset as much anymore as we once were. Um, what do I do? I am, uh, I work as a plumber, but I'm also a certified firefighter. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm a musician as well. And, you know, I, I, uh, I'm a big believer in being multi-dimensional as a person so having a lot of different outlets and avenues and I think that's really important for mental health as well and that's a big uh, subject on this channel so yeah absolutely man um, there's so many things that I want to kind of chat about since like the first time that we chatted because obviously we've been through a lot more but like I feel like you and I both kind of meet in the same way that we're both apprentices right now. Like obviously I'm working in, in renovation and restoration work. You're working in new construction. I'm working as a carpenter. You're working as a plumber. But I feel like as apprentices, like there's so much that can help you out when you are an apprentice that will help you out for the rest of your life. Like what are like kind of like some of the biggest things that you've learned as being an apprentice in the well, trades? There's a lot that goes into it obviously, as you know, and um for me, uh, it's there. There's there's a lot of different aspects to it. My my what my dad says. My dad's an electrician. What he always says is is as an apprentice, as you're starting up in the trade, different people are going to come and they're all going to stick. They're going to put their thumbprint on you. And, and by the end of your career, you've got all these thumbprints on your back. Is what you carry with you every day. Um, I I think that like that really resonated with me as I've already met a lot of guys who have really. Uh, showed me the way and guided me. And that's kind of the whole thing is, is as an apprentice, you gotta be, you always have to be ready to go. You gotta be, uh, you gotta bring your A game. That's really what it is every day. You gotta be a sponge, you gotta soak up everything. You're gonna have different people from different walks of life coming and telling you, do this, do that, what to do. Um, this is the right thing to do. The other guy's gonna say, no, this is the right thing to do. You gotta use your judgment and you gotta kind of, um, you know, hold a thumbprint from each person. Uh, I really like that analogy, so. That's sick. I'm gonna like just break this like weird tension that you and I are gonna have, just so like if anyone's watching this, we live in an apartment building and our upstairs neighbors are a little bit fucking loud. So you'll probably hear footsteps, maybe music playing, but like we're gonna just try our best to ignore it. I hope that you guys can ignore it as well. But, um, but I do like what you said. I like about like being like kind of in the trades and having people make those like imprints on you. I feel like that that is like a perfect metaphor for life because like so many times you meet people and then like you said, like there's gonna be people that are like, fuck, you're supposed to do it this way or you're supposed to do it that way. And then you meet someone else and they're like, why are you doing it that way? Like, why would you do that? That's so stupid. Like I've had that so many times, especially because I learned from two people. Like I have my dad that works with me and my cousin that works with me. So there's a lot of times like my dad will teach me one way 
and then my cousin will see me doing it and he'll be like, what are you doing, man? And vice versa. Like there's so many times where I'm like, oh, but that's how Sean does it or that's how my dad does it. And both of them look at me and they're like, what the fuck? Like you look like an idiot right now. Like what are you doing, man? I think, uh, dude, one of, uh, when, when I had my conversation with Zach, he was telling me, I think it was Tom Segura has this quote, like the comedian, where he's just like talking about the beginning stages of his comedy career. And basically like he summarizes it as just like eat shit and cash checks. Like, I feel like that's the that's best way to summarize being an apprentice is just like eat shit and cash checks. That's okay. it. And you, yeah, the thing is as an apprentice, you're, you're going to be the one who's looked on and do the shitty stuff. And you need to do that shitty stuff with a smile on your face every time. Bro, what was that story you said to, was it yesterday or the day before? It was Friday, yesterday, right? Yesterday, man. Yeah. Up on a super high extension ladder, I was doing the shittiest job possible. I was smashing out holes in, in concrete and in brick, just drilling relief and smashing holes for hours on end. Up up in this tiny little dark corner room, up on a, up on a very high ladder, and... Uh, Everyone who was walking by was saying, oh man, like, sucks to be what you're doing. Like, this is the shittiest job, man. Like, I would hate to have to do that. And every time, what I was saying to Mark is like, these guys don't understand that I love this. <laughs> that I, I want to do all of this shitty stuff. Give me the shit. When I started here at, at my job, I literally told them, what's your shittiest job? Give me that. Give me and that. there's a reason why I'm still there and the other guys that have came and went, a lot of guys have come and went even in the time I've been there. And that's because I never complain. And I tell them, give me your shitty stuff. Because if I can take the shitty jobs away from you guys, that's what I want. Yeah. I, I don't want you guys to have to do those shitty jobs. That's why I'm here. Yeah. What, like, what is it do you think like, cause you and I are similar that way in the fact that like, we almost take pride in eating shit. Like it's almost like, dude, I, I want that. I, I want that suffering. Like I like it's almost like a badge of honor. I'm but like, but like, why do you think it is like that? Like, why do you think it is that there's so many guys that we work with? Like, obviously in my in my work as well with renovation, where they're like, man, that sucks. Like I dug trenches for six weeks straight to redo the sanitary line and the plumbers and the electricians and everybody that would come by, the HVAC guys, as they're watching me just dig these trenches all day and they come in, set up some ducting and then they get to roll out and they're like laughing at me. And I'm like, dude, I'm loving it. Like why, like why do you think you're cool with just doing a shitty job like that? It's, it's, it's just mentality, man. It's, it's knowing that with every, time that shovel hits the ground when you're when you're digging that trench every time you you dig a you know an inch further in the ground you're an inch closer to where you're going to be eventually right yeah and the thing is it's also humility it's it's humbleness like for me personally i know that when i'm older and i'm in those positions i'm still going to do shitty work you know what because it's who when you when you're at the top and you still hang in with the guys at the bottom. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. You hang with the guys at the top and with the at the bottom, and that's how people respect you. That's how people follow you. Yeah, I remember like it was a couple of Saturday or a couple of Fridays ago. We had to just literally move rocks, like like we're doing drain tile and uh, perimeter drainage. We had to just move like I think it was a couple of tons of rocks. It's just me and my foreman shoveling them into wheelbarrows, wheeling them around the house, dumping them, bring the wheelbarrow back. And that's all we did for hours. And there was a point where he's like, nothing better to do on a Friday, right? And I looked at him and I made this kind of joke and I was like, dude, isn't this exactly what you signed up for when you joined construction though? Like, is this not exactly what you started for? Yeah. To come in and not have an office job and move and get like a workout out of work and just get paid to fucking move stuff sometimes. Like, yeah. that's like literally what I said to him. And then he reminded me last Friday, I was digging for footings and I was like, man, I can't wait until I'm like a journeyman and I have my own apprentices and I get to graduate off the goon spoon. That's what we call the shovel, right? Like can't wait to graduate off this goon spoon 
And he looks at me and goes, bro, until six months ago when you came back, that would have been me digging that hole. And I know how to build the whole house and I'd still be digging that hole. Yeah. And I was like, fuck man, you're so right. Like it doesn't end. Yeah. Like learning to love to eat shit will prepare you because it doesn't end. Like unless you have a fucking perfect life, eating shit doesn't end. Yeah. And that's, and that's a perfect metaphor for life right there is that sometimes you gotta do the shitty stuff. You gotta do the shitty labor. But if you can approach that with a smile on your face and positivity in your mind, in your heart, with everything you do, if you can relate that to everything in life, man, you, you'll always be happy. Yeah, let's get into, dude, this is actually something we were talking about yesterday, but like, what, is someone born with that? Can you develop it? Like, how does that happen? Like, how does that mindset happen? How does that mind shift happen? Like, if I'm just like some guy that hates eating shit, am I bound to just hate each, hate eating it the whole, my whole life? Like, um, well, the opportunity for growth and change is in everybody, but I believe that certain people, yeah, I, I like to compare it to like people who, um, we even talked about this in our first, uh, episode we did together is people who like make an impact on, on a lot of people's lives, musicians, athletes, um, you know, like world leaders, uh, things like that. Like the, the one thing they all have in common is that they, they were born with this kind of fire, right? That, that starts when they're younger and, and then when that trigger goes off, they take off. I think everybody, I guess, has a certain degree of fire born in, in, you know, in their belly, but it's, it's, you know, how, how big is that flame it is, is dependent on the person. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's like, kind of like, uh, like if you look at like an old stove, like I've worked in restaurants where we have like the stoves that have the pilot lights. That's the way I like to think of it is like, I feel like everyone has a pilot light but it takes like a certain event or maybe a person that you meet to light that for you. And then after that, it's like set, you're like done. You know what I mean? Like you're like, Oh, my oven's on now. Like the heat is up. Yeah. We're cooking. Yeah. Like, don't you think like, I feel like, don't you think that like everyone has that in them to be able to impact people or, but just like, it has to be sparked because like, obviously there's some people that are cool with, you know, just like kind of coasting through life, working a nine to five, having like the average, you know, like I'm gonna go to work, I'm gonna pay these bills. And then there's other people that are like, I have to fucking achieve more. But I feel like it's like, not like a stepping stone, but I feel like it's like, uh, I feel like there's maybe something like a spark has to be lit with someone before they can get like that. I don't know. Well, I think Here's a good way to put it. I think both sides, both ideologies there are innate in all of us. So the uh, willingness or the ability to live, well, like lack of a better word, like mediocre. And then you go on the other hand, greatness. I, I think we all have both. It's just what option do you choose subconsciously? And you can, you can say that fire's turned on when there's a, uh, something that's happened in someone's life, someone you meet an impact on them. But by the same token, some people, it depends how you take that thing, that news, that whatever that happens to you. Some people can, can be dealt with some bad cards and they'll just get worse from it. Some people will be dealt those cards and they will gain new positivity from it. You know, like, like both of us have in our lives for the, the hardships that we went through. We took that and then went in a direction where it was positivity, right? Yeah. Whereas some people might have been, you know, diagnosed with clinical depression at a young age and they just progressed worse and worse because they lost hope, they lost the willingness, right? Yeah. It happens. It's subconsciously and it's, but it's not even necessarily a one-time decision that you're making. It's what are you doing every day? And that's a reflection on that. So when somebody's dealt bad cards and what they end up doing with that is they go and lay in bed for the next week. That is the step they're taking and what ends up being the decision they make. Whereas if you get those bad news and you're like, okay, 
time to start living healthy. I'm going to go to the gym now. I'm going to eat well. I'm going to sleep well. You know, that's, there's the differences there. Yeah. What, like, what do you think you always hear about? Like, um, I'm just like picking your brain right now, man. Cause this is like things I've been thinking about recently. But like one of the things I've been thinking about is like, you know, sometimes you see someone that's like kind of like really damaged. You can see that they're like mentally and emotionally damaged. Right. And then you, you like, maybe someone says like, oh yeah, like this happened to them 20 years ago, like whatever th event happened to them. And then people are just like, oh yeah, that makes sense that they're like, kind of like messed up now or whatever. Right. And then there's other people where it's like, wow, that guy is so inspiring and motivating and he gets so much shit done. And they're like, yeah, 20 years ago, this happened to them and it changed their life and they never wanted to be the same again. Like it could be the same event for both people. And then like in one way we completely accept and we're okay with it breaking the person. And then in the other way we completely accept and we're okay with it. Like catapulting them into like becoming like these phenoms. Right. Like what do you think makes that difference? Like say if I'm just a guy, like I'm just a guy, like I am. And then like something catastrophic happens to me. Like what's the factor? that either makes it make me or break me. And that's where, what I was telling you before, that innate ability comes into play. From, like, I just personally believe that, you know, the, it's the age old nature versus nurture, but. Yeah, is um, that like something you can develop or is that something you're born with or like what, like. I think it can be developed. I think it can be developed, but I think it's, it's easier for that switch to happen if you were born with that, you know, there's, there's certain things that people are born with certain things that people develop over time. I mean, you know, diabetes, for example, you know, you, some people are born with it, some people develop over time. Yeah. You can, you can develop habits, obviously, you know, and that's what a big part of this channel is, is developing healthy habits and things like that. But to make that switch, there's something in you that does that for you. Yeah. I like that answer because I feel like, I feel like doing like kind of like, I, I don't want to put myself on that like podium, but I feel like doing a lot of the things that I try and emulate a lot of the time are the behaviors that would kind of make you that person where it would like shape you differently as opposed to just destroy you completely. But I feel like those are like such easy behaviors to do. Well, I would say that they're, they're not hard behaviors to do, but they're easy not to do. That's the best way I've ever heard them explained. Like uh, shout out Yorko performance. He said that one time on an Instagram story, like a lot of the things that like uh, are that we do, like, I guess related to discipline, like waking up early, going to the gym, eating healthy, whatever it is, like they're not hard to do. They're just easy not to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Sick, dude. Well, yeah, we've been living together for like a month now. What's like, uh, what's like your biggest complaint about me, man? What's the shittiest thing about living with me? <laughs> it's Tell the people, be raw, be raw. The shittiest thing. Yeah, what's the shittiest thing? Um, you guys, you guys gotta understand this. Mark does not have a switch. He does not have an off switch. <laughs> this guy is, uh, he goes 100 miles an hour every day. Now, the funny thing is, is he appeals to a big part of me, which is like that too. But there's an, also a part of me that likes to, to lay low and chill. And that's the funniest thing with Mark is he doesn't have a chill. So like I could be sitting there, I could be unwinding after a day of work. I could be napping on the couch. As soon as Mark comes home, the energy in this household just goes up. And I'm saying this, it's not even a bad thing really, man. It's a really good thing. But like as soon as Mark, he, he comes in, he, he makes his presence known. And from the, that moment on, it's like, I can't chill anymore. I gotta get off my ass too. And that's something that I love about you, man, because that's what you have that impact on people. So for me, it appeals to a side of myself that I really like. And the side that, you know, I still like the, the relaxing, resting side of myself, but it's just harder to bring that out when I'm living with you, as opposed to before when I was living on my own. Um, I, that part of my life was at the forefront for a while. There was other reasons why that happened, injuries and such, but I was chilling a lot of the time 
And although I'm, I'm always making strides and healthy decisions in my day-to-day -day life, I was appealing to that side of myself. Whereas now I'm appealing to the go, go, go side. Yeah. And like today, you guys, we woke up at 4 a.m. It's Saturday. It, it, this isn't a work day, right? For, for, for us and for most people. It's our, you know, day off and we got up at 4 a.m. We ran 5K at 5 a.m. And I haven't ran in like a month and a bit. So this is like, you're jumping in. You're not even like acclimating up to that point. No. Bang, jumping in. And this is Mark's fifth day this week. He goes every day. He, so he's, this is his 20, 25th kilometer he's ran was this morning. And like, you guys kind of get the, the gist of what I'm saying. This guy just doesn't stop. <laughs> I love that man so for people that like message me if you follow me on Instagram or you listen to my snapchat stories every single day of me yelling where I'm just like super fired up Aiden you gotta tell the people right now is there a drug that I'm on or am I faking it for the camera or like what's going on there no this is this is Mark this is Mark this is what he does he he lives that every day like that's I'm fired up. <laughs> I'm fired up. So it's, but I do have, I, you can't say that because I do have my off days where I'm like kind of like pissed or choked about something. I feel like, no easy triggers to bring you out of that though. Like yeah. when you're a simple guy, you know, when you're, when you're feeling down, all I gotta do is be like, bro, I just bought chicken, and you're gonna be like, let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and then it's like, you're right back up here. So it's like, there's certain things, you know, every, every everyone's gonna have things and factors in life that are gonna bring you down, but it's how you bounce back, right? It's it's like that Chumbawamba song, right? You get, I get knocked down, I get up again. That's yeah. the funniest, stupidest analogy. Yeah. But that's the truth, it's like, Fall, what's the, I don't know what the quote is, but it's like fall six times, get up seven. Yeah, that sort of thing, right? Like, it doesn't matter what life is throwing at you. When you approach life with a positive outlook on everything, and I mean literally everything, even the shitty stuff that happens to you, your life, it's like a revolving circle of positivity. And yes, you know, when you look at a graph and it's going to, there's going to be, it's like when you look at your, you know, your RRSPs or your, say, you know, uh, your investments and, you know, sometimes it's doing this, sometimes it's coming down, but it's always up. You know what I mean? In the long run, in the long scheme of if things, you keep contributing up, to it. Right? But yeah. But <laughs> you, get, you get the sense of what I'm saying is like some, some months it'll be down, but eventually it's like, even though it was down and then this month is here, eventually it's up here. It has, it ebb and flows, right? And that's just life. But if you can always approach life with positivity, and it's not, it's not that the easiest thing sometimes, but if you can see the positive and everything. One of my favorite quotes is, not every day is good, but there's something good in every day. So when you are, you know, dealt the shitty cards, you know, I'm, I'm having the worst day of my life. You know, I'm, I, I walk to the bus stop in the morning and some guy drives by, splashes me with water. And then I get my, you know, if you work, I don't know if you're a businessman or something, I got my suit all dirty, whatever it is. I get into work, I'm 15 minutes late, boss yells at me, this sort of thing. You're having the worst day ever, but maybe, you know, you got a phone call from an old friend, right? And you haven't heard from them in years. All of a sudden, rather than thinking about what all the negative stuff that just happened to you, you take that and you go with that and you're going to see your day change completely. And that's just the, the, the truth of it. And, we, and it goes back to when we're talking about apprenticing and work, shitty things, where you're working on the shitty things. A lot of people will take that and the rest of their day is now gonna be bad because I've been outside all day, I'm in the rain, I'm on my hands and knees, I'm doing this, you know, I'm in a confined space, you know, putting in <laughs> piping and whatever it is, right? It's the shitty work. If you're gonna let that affect the rest of your day, you've lost, right? If you can go like, yeah, I'm doing this shitty stuff now, but when I get home, I get to do this. Yeah. When I get home, I get to take a hot shower, man, and I can't wait to shower. I stink. I'm I'm covered in dirt and yeah. muck and grime, and I can't wait for that shower. If you think like that, you you won't stop. Nothing can stop you. Yeah, it fires you up. 
And it also like makes you appreciate like a lot of the little things in life a lot more. Like I know one thing that like I kind of joke about at work and I kind of get made fun of for it as well is I literally went to London Drugs, bought a microwave, I keep it in my truck. I do home renovations for those of you that don't know. And when we're working on the house during lunchtime, I'll take out the microwave, plug it in on the side of the house because every house has outlets and I warm up my food and I get laughed at by other people in the trades, my foreman, they laugh at me like they kind of call me like a princess or a pretty boy kind of thing. And I laugh and I say, I will do whatever work you guys want me to do, but I'm having my hot lunch. I'm having a nice warm lunch that I cooked, put love into, and I'm gonna relax and eat this hot lunch. Like it's gonna warm me up, I'm gonna feel good. And I, dude, that propels me through the first half of my day, knowing I'm like, dude, I'm gonna have a warm lunch, dude, a warm coffee, I'm gonna be so happy. Like, dude, those little things, like little tiny things like that, man. It's the little things, man. That's it's true what they say, the little things in life that make you happy. But only I feel like if you eat shit. Like I feel like like when you have like an extravagant life all the time and you just like everything comes easy and you're just chilling, like little things, they're like whatever. Like I feel like only when you're like not working labor, but when you're okay with just like working and doing just like kind of I guess the best way to say it is like accepting responsibility and taking accountability for that. Like when you're like just eating shit basically, then you're like the little things really matter, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that's that's really like a step to, to happiness. Like a lot of people maybe watching this, um, you know, you go through, like most people, you go through that struggle. Like how, how can I be happy? What is like the step to happiness? And nobody has the, the, the full on answer. You know, it's different person to person. But I like to think that Mark and I both have a very similar outlook on life and positivity. And we're both very happy people. It doesn't take much to make us super stoked about yeah. whatever, right? Most people that either talk to us, have come by our apartment, or just like meet us, they literally think that we're like joking about it. They're like, how are you guys this happy? Like no. they think we're on a drug or they think That's that right. we're like, I've had so many people message me off Instagram being like, like, when does this end? Like, when does your energy run out? And I joke and I say the same thing every time at about 7 p.m. About 7 p.m., 8 o'clock, I pass out. That's it. I'm a grandpa that way. But that's the only time my energy levels go down. I think that that's probably the only time you see me grumpy is when I'm like, bro, I'm trying to fucking sleep. It's bedtime. <laughs> it's, it's bedtime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but but this is, this is what like, I want people listening to know this is that everybody has this. Like, for example, like, if you ask most people, most people in your life, whether seemingly happy or not, you ask them, what would you rather have? Quality time with loved ones or, you know, the new Xbox? And all of them are going to say quality time, right? We know the answers to these things. It's just what is happening in your life that's making you lose sight of that, right? Like, you know, what is making you lose sight of the little things? And what I want, like a take home for this is gonna be like, whatever those things are, cut them out. Remove those things from your life. Because if, you know, if you're stoked about the, you know, you know, I don't know, if you're a student and you've got this new pencil case and you're absolutely stoked about this pencil case and you're showing your friends and your friends are going, dude, it's just a pencil case. I've got like, I've got these like amazing pens that are way better that you, they're like, a two-in-one pen and pencil. Those people don't need to be in your life. I'll tell you that right now. Those people are bringing you down their anchors. Their anchors. And what do we do with anchors? We cut them we off cut, our ships. We cut anchors. You know what, sometimes, and you know what guys, I've been there, we're all humans. Sometimes those anchors can be really close friends. They could be in a, a relationship that you're in. And that is an extremely difficult decision to make. But when you make that decision, your life will change forever and for the better. Yeah, super sick, man. Yo, what, what were we talking about the other day? You were kind of like, uh, like, 
like uh, I was asking you like about like what kinds of things can I help people with blah 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 and you were talking about being present which uh, you actually caught me in this today dude so we're sitting in a parking lot chilling and Aiden's doing intermittent fasting so he doesn't eat until 11 o'clock right and we're sitting there chilling and he's got his food it's 10 56 and we're like about to leave somewhere and he's like, yo, I'm going to wait a couple minutes so I can just eat and then we can go. And I'm sitting there on my phone and he goes, bro, you've been spending way too much time on your phone today. Put it down. And I'm like, all right, bro. And I throw it at him and I just look at him and I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? I'm just waiting for you. And he goes, bro, fucking talk to me. <laughs> we can talk, you know, but we were talking about this the other day and you were saying like, are you ever with your parents? And you're just sitting on your phone and you find out that you're not being present. Like, yeah, I am. And you caught me in that today. Like, and I, and I do it too. And, and all of us do. Right. But it's, I think, I think we need to hold each other more accountable. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like Mark did the same thing for me this morning too, is when we woke up at four o'clock, first thing I did was I checked my phone and I came out here and I was on my phone. He said, bro, no phones for the first hour of, of your day. And I'm like, you're right. Nobody's even messaging me right now. No one's awake. Why am I touching my phone? It's it's a it's a bad habit, and we need to change these habits, right? Yeah. To find happiness. What do you think? Like people could do though. Like if someone's watching this right now, and they're they're instead of listening to us talk right now, you listening to this right now, as you're <laughs> not focusing, scrolling through your phone, that person, the person that's just scrolling through their phone right now, like how do they become more present in what they're doing on a daily basis? Appreciate everything you do. Okay. Find value in everything you do. I like that. Right? And, like, and also just be intentional with what you do. Intentional with what you do. Because you just took a month off social media. That's How right. was that, man? Um, it was good. You know what? And, and the thing is, I got to make a disclaimer. I cheated it a little bit. And here's... So, I called it... He's a, a phony! <laughs> I called it a no social media month in the beginning. But really what it was is a step back. So the way I say that is I was replying to people the odd time, but I was steering things in the direction. So for example, if somebody messaged me on Instagram, rather than ignore them the entire month, I would, I opened up my Instagram and said, Hey guys, or, you know, Hey, whatever, whoever you are, <laughs> I'm doing this social media thing. So can you text me instead? Boom. And that's how I did it. So I still opened up my, you know, my social medias. Um, but you know, I didn't post no posts, no stories, no, whatever. I didn't scroll through anything. I didn't look at anyone's posts or like anyone's posts. And I gotta say guys, like this had a really big impact on me. And there's a few takeaways actually, you want you, I don't know if you Jump want to talk into about it. it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I made a post on my Instagram about this after, but the major takeaway I had was a newly formed habit that I'm going to keep going forward. So what that is, is rather than what, well, cause one of the things I realized was in this day and age, and if you want any sort of social life connection, especially during COVID times and, and whatever, um, uh, I think like abolishing social media completely is not productive or conducive to today's world. It's, it can be done, but it's very difficult. Um, and unless you're living in like some remote location off grid, you know, people are going to be like, why aren't you messaging? What, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's very tough in today's day and age to do that. But what we can do is make positive. We can strive to make positive choices going forward. And one of those for me is one hour a day. Now I'm, I am only giving myself one hour a day to check all social media. So what I did is I actually set a, you can actually set, if you have an iPhone, I don't know. I just learned this. Um, a friend of mine told me this, you go into your settings, uh, you can actually make it so your phone gives you only in a lot of time. And after that, a lot of time it says, Hey, your time's up and you can either click ignore or you say, okay. And then you won't open those apps for the rest of the day. Like they'll lock the apps up unless you've said otherwise to them. So that's been really helpful for me. So since I came off this social media thing, um, you know, cleanse, I guess, as, as I like to say, I, uh, I am only giving myself an hour every day and it's been so freeing like why is it that we feel an obligation to always be there for everybody mm -hmm. 
we are losing sight of being there for ourselves. And that is what I think is the worst thing about social media is that we are constantly on the clock, 24 hours a day for other people. But when are we for ourselves? Yeah. Right. So for me, it's like, now that I'm only, you know, what I've done is like, I split it to two 30 minute blocks to my day. So 30 minutes, one at one part of my day, 30 minutes at the other is, is when I'm touching my social media. That's it. If someone messages me other than those times, I'm just either a not going to pick it up or B say, text me. You can text me. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be constantly bombarded with other people's lives because now I'm neglecting my own. And when you neglect your own life, you can't make an impact on anybody else's life either. So for me, it's finding non-stimulative or non-stimulated. Yeah. yeah. Well, non-stimulating alternatives to to uh, what I was doing before. So for example, instead of scrolling on my phone after work for 30 minutes on the couch, reading a book for 30 minutes on the couch. And, and what's like the benefit for that? Like, cause I feel like a lot of people have asked me this question and this is something I'm going to kind of bounce to you as well. But like, say I, you know, they ask me all the time cause I'm a big guy that likes to wake up early. Like I'm a big, I'm pretty big on waking up early. I've had so many people message me. They're like, if I got up at four o'clock or, or five o'clock or six o'clock, whatever time's early for you, if I got up early or if I stopped using social media as much and I just accumulate all this free time, like what am I going to do with it? Like what, what, what's that going to benefit me for? You, the thing is you end up finding things to do with that time. Right. And they're always going to be healthy and productive for the most part. Yeah. Unless you just watch Netflix the entire time. But nobody's waking up at 4 a.m. to watch Netflix for three hours before work, right? Right. But people are getting getting up to work out before work. Shout out to all the people out there that are getting up, going to the gym before work. I love to see that. You know, I used to work at a gym. We both did. Yeah. Um, And one of the things I loved the most was my 5 a.m. crew coming in every day. I was the the morning guy. 5 a.m. crew, same people every day. They'd come in. These are people who work in offices, people, you know, wherever they are, right? But they would go in, they'd crush their workout, they'd shower, they'd shave, you know, if they were guys or whatever. And then you'd see them walk out with their with their work attire on, their, their suits, their, you know, whatever it is. And they'd, and they'd walk out that door and you're like, that person just crushed a workout. They just won a battle before going to work. So they've done something for themselves before they go work for someone else. And think about that for a sec. Like that's a winner, right? If you're doing, if you're getting up and doing something for yourself before you do something for other people, it's just going to reciprocate. Sometimes what people don't realize is sometimes selfishness, what might seem, some people might perceive is selflessness, right? Yeah. Like if I am doing all these things in my life, naturally people are going to come with me. I'm going to bring my loved ones with me. You know what I'm saying? Well, not just that, but if you keep yourself healthy and you keep yourself like uh, well off, not just like financially, but like mentally and all of these different aspects that we've been talking about, then like think about like if you're a father and you're like healthy and you're, you're, you're keeping your finances in order and you're doing all these things that people say are like quote unquote selfish, then it's like think about how much easier it is for you to actually be there for your children. Think about like, oh, I don't have to, you know, uh, worry about you know like buying groceries for my kids or i don't have to worry about you know setting the right like you're already setting the right example for your kids by taking care of yourselves because i feel like that's a big responsibility as a parent is like teaching your kids how to take care of themselves right like not just like taking care of them their whole lives what was i going to say oh i was also going to say this shout out to the people as well that are the opposite of me and they're nighttime grinders this is something something that i never talk about because I am a morning guy and I hate operating at all during the evening. You know this about me, like once six, seven o'clock rolls around, there is the odd day where I'll still stay up working and stuff until until I go to bed. But I, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty neglecting of like those nighttime hustlers. That was the other thing that when I worked at the gym, I worked the evening shifts and I would see like people that would come off of like 12 hour nursing shifts and they'd come into the gym and it's like, don't you want to go home and eat and sleep? And they're like, yeah, I will after this. Like they're just right. grinding, man. Like, and I know like 
the other group that was like that, it was always, I find nurses, people in the film industry and firefighters would get off and they're like, oh, I just need, and I'm like, dude, don't you have like a, a small like fitness place in the house, in the fire hall? And they're like, yeah, but I need to get out of there. Like I need to go and just relax and do my thing. Like shout out to those nighttime grinders as well, man. Right. Even though I tell you to wake up early, if you got to work shift work and you're working overnights and stuff like that, it's impossible for you to wake up early. I get it. But if you're grinding no matter what, fuck yeah, I'm behind that. Well, that's exactly what it is too. It's like, um, when the thing is the, the idea behind getting up early isn't, isn't you need to wake up early in the morning that's the only way right because there are those people that have different schedules and work nights i deny it's, it as much as i can but yeah you're right but what it is is what happens when you wake up early that's what it's all about waking up early is just the trigger point to the rest of the things that happen down the line so you can do that in a reverse schedule for sure um but it's just harder i feel like it's harder waking up at like two three o'clock in the afternoon absolutely but that's the whole idea behind it is, right? Like what what I have heard and what I really like um, is, this actually had a, a good impact on my way of thinking was uh, thinking about your life in zones. So green zone, this is when you wake up. This is when, you know, all of us, we go, we go to work in the morning, you know, uh, not all of us, but you know what I'm saying. What's it, what's just to get, we break down like the three zones. What are the three zones? Like, okay. So what's the green, green zone, what's the red zone, what's the orange zone? So the green zone is, is where we do most of our work, right? It's, it's when we do our day jobs or, or night jobs or whatever you're doing. It's, it's the majority chunk of our work. Orange zone is the work we do for ourselves, right? So that's like working out. That's like cooking our food, meal prepping, whatever it may be, Maybe right? Like tax shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. things like that. You're working on yourself, and then your uh, your red zone is when you're you're done for the day, right? It's or luxury like, time. I just I, I think I just switched those things. Red zone's working. <laughs> okay, we're gonna revamp that. We're gonna revamp <laughs> that. So red zone's working for someone else. Right. Orange zone is working for yourself, doing your your personal affairs. Right. And green zone is your chill time. This leisure is the, time. This is this is t your time earned, right? So all of this stuff is done. Play okay. Work comes before play. That that's just the way it is. Like that's that's a good thing to live by. But it's it's what we can now enjoy now that we've done the things we have to do. And so when I thought about these things, when I thought about my life in that way, it actually helps me a lot with with scheduling chunking my time what am i using my time for um you know uh quality over quantity kind of thing it's like red zone i'm thinking that's my job you know i work every day you know you're a plumber that's, my, that's, that's plumbing that's my that's my red zone i'm working for someone else my orange zone now because work doesn't just end at work that's the thing um when i get home you know mark and i are the same we meal prep we cook our food you know some might not say that's work, but in my head, you know, I'm, I'm, when I classify it as that, it it's helps time me. that's not chilling time. That's not chilling. <laughs> and it's for Mark, it's, it's coming home and, and you guys don't understand like this guy works an all day day job and then he gets home and then he continues to work. He gets home like the, basically the minute he gets here, he's just on the computer and he's working on the channel. He's working on outreach. He's working on, he, he's writing down things like methods, things I can do, new video ideas. Like this guy's his work doesn't stop and I think that's super inspiring um, anybody successful will tell you the same thing is like um, you know your work doesn't stop there but also on the flip side it's also very important to have some downtime too um, for me like we Mark and I would talk about this I, like I mentioned earlier, Mark doesn't really have an off switch, but for the majority of us, we do, right? So for, this is an age-old <laughs> argument that he's about to, to stir up right now. For me, what I what I say to Mark is, like, <laughs> I need. I know what's coming up. <laughs> I need my chill time because it recharges my batteries, right? So for me, I I have a personality that's a lot like Mark's, where it's like when it's time to work, it's time to work. But I also have. I need a little bit of downtime. And for me, that's my Sundays. Like we joke about it all the time because I watch football literally all day on Sundays. 
And anybody who knows football or watch football, you know it's literally on all day. So I get up in the morning, I watch from morning till night, and you know, I do things in between. We do, you know, we do our laundry, we, we cook grocery, grocery shop, we go grocery shop. Grocery shop on Sundays. But that's my Sundays, and I, I've literally scheduled my week always. Like, you can look through my to-do list, and Sunday is football. Like, that's my to-do list for that day. But for me, that recharges my batteries, and the reason I can get to a Mark's level or get to a, you know, um, somebody, a hustler's level, you know, is because I have that recharge. So don't neglect green time too, if you need it, of course. Yeah. Um, for me, I know I do. So because I, I burn out and some people burn out quicker, quicker than others. Right. Yeah. Um, but when I started thinking about my life in zones, it actually helped me allocate my time better. So rather than come home from work and go straight to a green zone, like just, just chill, which I mean, sometimes I get home from work and I just, I'm just passed out on the couch. He, yeah. He, he'll come home and, and see, me, see me passed out. <laughs> so, you know, nobody's perfect. Sometimes I don't. But when I keep the mentality and, okay, work's done, but I'm only in the orange zone now. Like, now it's time to work out. I go to the gym. You know, I come home. I cook dinner. I'm still in my orange zone. But you best believe when I hit that green zone, I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah. Mark will be like, yo, bro, like, do you want to go do some groceries? It's like 8 o'clock or something. Nope. Nope. Green yeah. zone. Guess I'm going by myself. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. I wish I could. I used to I used to have that. Like, I have a PlayStation. I have an Xbox. I have all these video games sitting around. I used to play them all the time. But I just, I don't know what it is for the past, I'd say, like, maybe, like, the past, like, year or so. I don't know if, like, my chilling just comes in a different form now or what it is. But I just haven't really felt the need to chill. I don't really feel like... I should, and anytime I do, like if I like, you know, we sit, like if I've sat down and watched football with you, I feel like, like I feel guilty after, I feel like shit after, like it's like, I feel worse now. Right. I feel like I should have kept doing something. I, I feel like that's something that I've got like a weird complex going on. So like, I don't think it's the healthiest way. And I don't recommend people are like that, but it's got, it's something I've been curious about recently is like, why don't I need that? Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like, I feel like part of it as well is part of my recharging is chilling with like friends or like just being happy and fired up. Like, I feel like you facilitate my chill time just by doing things like this. Whereas I don't facilitate your, this just became couples therapy. <laughs> I feel like I don't facilitate your chill time whatsoever. Yeah. Because like you said the other day, like, like, uh, You'll, you'll, like, what, what, what did you say? The two things that I'm doing are either yelling or listening to loud things. <laughs> <laughs> it's either being loud or listening to loud things. <laughs> fuck, man. But that's, uh, no, like, I, I think maybe we even want to title this, like, methods, uh, ways to be happy. I don't know. Yeah. So, because another thing, we'll figure it out. another important thing, because uh, on what you just said to kind of, like, backpack what you said, um, when uh my mark talks about like i used to play a little bit of video games i don't bro like i don't know if you know this like we haven't touched any video game system since we moved in together we played tony hawk pro skater for about a half hour not even man for the 15 minutes yeah. we played we played we played a video game for about 15 minutes and this is the whole time we've been living here and both and, of us got bored of it and we just we but this is this is what i want to talk about next year is is um it's surrounding yourself with the right people. So for me, uh, we, you know, we talked about it earlier. I have a side to me that is lazy and I have a side to me that, that, uh, might not get as much work done as I hope. And if I'm going to surround myself with people like that, they're going to bring out that side of me. Whereas living with Mark, just being friends with Mark, even before we were living together, but especially now, you can pay me to come live with you, by the way. I'll fire <laughs> you up every single day. But that's true. Like, and, and you know, I, I believe I bring out stuff in you and you bring out stuff in you me, do. right? Like positive things. And um, it's, it's who you surround yourself with. So they say, you know, um, you are your five closest friends. So think about that, like for a second. If you think about your five closest friends, if they're going nowhere, if they're bringing you down, if they're negative, that that negativity that that mentality is going to follow with you but if you surround yourself with people who lift you up uplift you that's going to bring your happiness like yeah. 
not to say that I would be playing video games all day because I, I wasn't really playing anymore myself anyways. But the fact that you and I are living together, dude, is like, I want to wake up earlier. You know, I'm a morning person too myself, but sometimes I neglect that. Ever since I was a kid, I'm getting up in the morning, I'm singing, I'm like, I'm such a morning person. But for a while there, I was getting up later, getting up at nine. I was getting up, you know, at, at, at times where I realized that like, I am way happier in the morning and just living with you. I want to get up. This guy's up at four. I was getting up at five. Now I'm up at four because I don't want to, I've missed an hour. This guy's got a whole hour head start on me. And you know what? The thing is, it's like, dude, we're like, you know, that, you know what? I can't say I don't chill because that is my chill time. There when I go. wake up in the morning is this my is chill true. time. This is true. That's my chill time where I sit down, I listen to music or like some podcasts, drink coffee. I'm just chilling. Like four to five o'clock in the morning is my chill yeah, we're time. We're making breakthroughs here. Yeah, we're making <laughs> mental breakthroughs here. You've got your, you've got your I do chill. I do chill. <laughs> I do chill. So that's the thing. Even the Energizer Bunny has to recharge at some point. Yeah. And that's, that's, and it's, you know what? That's, that's an important lesson too, is finding that time to do things. So for Mark, that's early in the morning. And if you didn't have that time, you'd probably be miserable, you know? Stressed, man. Stressed out. Anxious as fuck. And also figuring out like, like, um, uh, like an appropriate timeline for it. Like, uh, like for me, it's an hour, like a, about an hour, 45 minutes, anything more, I feel guilty, anything less, I'm not actually getting recharged. So like finding like the time, but also finding like the activity to do. Like for me, because obviously I, I like podcasts, I like YouTube. So like for me, that's what it is. I like to watch YouTube videos and podcasts. I like to feel like I'm learning or like trying to do something like as much as I'd love to say it's like productive, it's not always. But like for me, it's just like drinking coffee and listening to something like music or a podcast. For you, it's watching football, being engaged in football. You know, you have like your fantasy, your fantasy teams and like that's recharge for you. For me, if I had to make a fantasy team, like this is the most like unalpha thing I can say is like, I don't give a fuck about those things. I don't care about sports really. We've had this argument many times, <laughs> but you know, like I don't care. That would be stressful for me because I'd have to actually do research on different players. Like, it's just not something I'm into. Right. That would be stressful for me. That's not leisure the way it is for you. But like for me, like there's a lot of people that if they were to have to sit still and watch a podcast or listen to a podcast, they'd be bored, they'd be antsy. Like I feel like finding your activity and finding your appropriate time frame for it, like I feel like that's really difficult to do. Yeah, for sure. And it takes, it. I mean, life is a, is a game of trial and error. Like it takes time to, to find those things for you. And some people, you know, we're still searching for answers too. And you know, we're 25 and some people are 40. They, they're still searching for their keys to happiness. Um, it's just finding what's right for you and, and sticking with that thing and, and not changing, not living your life for other people. Right. That's really important is, um, you know, that, that, that's, that's one thing I admire about you, man. It's like a lot of people would agree in the fact that you're, uh, uh you know, one of those kind of like, like an alpha male personality, you know, you're, you're rugged, you're tough. Um, but I mean, this guy's got a wall of Funko Pop toys sitting right over here and he's not ashamed of it. He doesn't care what you think of it, right? Someone might come in and be like, why do you have kids toys on your wall? Why do you have dolls? And yeah, why do you have dolls on your wall? And cartoon characters. I'm like, okay, look, for starters, they're anime characters, yeah. not cartoon characters. And he's like, because I love it. And when, when you live a passionate life about anything, people are going to like, if I'm somebody putting you down and you're just like, dude, I love that stuff. I'm, I'm going to feel like shit. I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah. you know, and then in my head, I'm going to be like, well, I wish I had something that I love like that. You know what I mean? It's like, don't live your life for, with like four other people. Just be yourself, be authentic. And that's like a super, super important thing too. Is like when you're living, cause I've been there, we've all been there, you know, high school is a great example. Your, you, your whole high school years are, are trying to fit in and trying to be cooler than probably you are, you actually are. Yeah. Um, and that you're, you know, and finding your identity, like finding like, Oh, like I'm a, I'm a guy that likes music or I'm a guy that plays bass guitar or I'm a guy that, you know, plays trumpet or I'm a guy that is on the football team or, mm -hmm. you know, like you're trying to find your identity. 
Totally. You know, just like, a, like, this is something that if you've been watching a lot of my episodes recently, like I've chatted about this probably the last four episodes is like finding your identity and like finding out like, you know what, you're not, I feel like this is something you're really good at. This is something that I really like about you is you're a guy that could wear multiple hats. Like you're, you, you're not Aiden the plumber or Aiden the bodybuilder or Aiden the bass player in the band or like Aiden the guy that reads or Aiden the guy that just knows every single piece of music trivia. Like, you know, like there's so many things to your personality that that's like your, your identity is like all encompassing of that. Like you're not, yeah, like I said, you're not pigeonholed into one area of your life. Like you're, you're really good at creating your own identity that way. It's about balance and, and, and you know, I, I appreciate that, man. Cause, cause I see the same thing with you, but it, you know, it's about balance. It's about, um, being multidimensional. I mentioned it earlier is, is if, if like, I want you to, th whoever's listening to this, I want you to think about your life right now. And if you think long and hard and you real, and you know, like, what, what are you doing in a day? What do you do in a day? What do you do in a month? If, if it's, I work eight hours and, uh, you know, I watch Netflix, I watch a lot of Netflix shows, you know, this sort of thing. I want you, I'm going to challenge you to find more hobbies, to be more multidimensional because you have it in you. But Aiden, it's quarantine right now. I can't do anything. Well, what am I going to do? <laughs> well, let's think about that for a second. What can I do? There's nothing to do but watch when, season four of Big Mouth on Netflix. When the world was at war, World War One, World War Two. Yeah. There were still people out there learning different languages. There were still people out there learning an instrument. There were still people out there finding themselves in those times. There's no reason why you can't now. I don't care if your favorite spot's not open, your favorite restaurant's not available. You need to... This is, this is one thing I had this discussion with my brother and cause we're both on the very same opinion of this is if, and, and I want to stress this, stress this to the, to the viewers there. I just sound like Mike Tyson there. Stress. I guess stress. Um, <laughs> two dudes, one couch. That's what this episode is going to be two called. Dudes, one couch. Two dudes, one couch. Unreal. If you want to be posted up in the middle of this, just wait until the end of quarantine. <laughs> Satisfaction guaranteed. We'll have some guests come by. Yeah, satisfaction guaranteed. We'll make you laugh or we'll piss you off and you'll leave and never come back to our apartment again. <laughs> one of the two. But no, we, we were, we had this discussion and what I said, one of the things I said was, if you leave, if, if quarantine ends tomorrow and you haven't come out of this with a new skill or a new outlook on, on life or something that has changed in your life, you lost. You Everyone who's coming out of this quarantine with a new skill, whether it's you know, learning to play guitar or uh, it's it's learning more about stocks or like investing your money is elsewhere. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, if you haven't gained one thing in your life, everybody who has is going to be this far ahead of you, like one multiple steps ahead of you when we come out, because we're all going to come out of this eventually. What have you done during this time? Have you you know if if you've crushed 10 seasons of the office and that's all you've done this quarantine. I'm sorry, but you need to, you need to reassess your life and what you're doing and who you're surrounding yourself with, because this is a time where we can all reflect and think about our lives and think about what, what is necessary to change our lives. What is it about you right now? We are given, we are, I, I don't think of it as this worldwide horrible pandemic. I think it was a gift that has been given to all of us. Yeah. A gift of time of reflection has been given to all of us. How are you using that time of reflection? Yeah. Oh, well, I think like, even like, I, I think that there's, there's like kind of two sides to it because obviously you kind of know my bias on it. You know, the way that I think the way that I look at it is like, find something to occupy your time. Like I'm kind of consistent with you there. Like find something there. You want to pick up a new hobby, learn a new instrument, learn how to read. Like, dude, I am somebody that can A, barely read. I never read a book until two years ago. Literally, I survived the first 22 and a half years of my life, never reading an entire book. Never. <laughs> I never did it. 
Sorry to all my teachers, but you guys probably already knew this already. I wasn't reading the books. I'd get notes off online or spark my peers. Spark notes, buddy. That's right. <laughs> and like, I just did it. But now I'm actually like, you see me, I'm getting up early and I'm trying to read in the morning. Like I've been reading more books than ever this year. And I feel like, dude, that's helped me out gain confidence. And it's helped relax me a lot more. This is the relaxed version of me. But when you see me on YouTube is like when I'm actually able to chill for a little bit. Like that's like my sit down time, relax. Every other time I'm more hype. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like reading a book is like allowed me to like sit down for a little bit longer to be able, able to actually like focus on something. And I just feel like there's something that you can do to fill your time. I feel like even if you're just like chilling at home, you can't work, maybe someone you live with is like at risk, so you can't go out very often, like you are kind of like stuck in your house. Yeah, like I think, say you quote unquote waste this entire time. You just like sit at home, you watch Netflix, whatever, or partying all every, you know, well, if you're partying, you're an absolute piece of shit that doesn't care about society right now. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But yeah, like say like you're quote unquote wasting this time. Like I feel like there's, this is like kind of like the, my philosophical brain starting to think. Like I feel like there's going to be a huge perspective shift when they see how much better off, you know, people are where they're like, oh, when did you even learn how to speak Mandarin? And they're like, oh, I learned it during quarantine. I was just bored, so I went online and learned how. Like, there's gonna be a huge perspective shift on the people that quote unquote wasted their time that will force them to not waste time like that in the future. Oh yeah. Like I feel like when like no matter what, obviously for those of you who have like been deeply impacted by COVID-19 or you've lost family members, I'm completely sorry for that. Like I, my sympathy is for you and I'm not trying to sound insensitive right now. I'm just saying that I think a lot of the times there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of this, even for the people that quote unquote wasted their time. Like, I feel like there's just going to be such a huge perspective shift this year. Well, maybe next year, I don't know when it's going to actually start to kick in. But I feel like there's, yeah, like a lot of people that are going to have massive positive perspective changes. Well, yeah, that's what it comes down to is, is after this is all said and done, how have you adjusted your life? Uh, you know, like right now we can't see a lot of people, right? Uh, for example, um, those negative people in your life that you haven't now seen for a while, are you going to go just go right back to them when this is done? Or are is this going to be, is this giving you the reflection to say, you know, I, I don't think I should go back to those people when this is done. Are you going to make those necessary changes? That's, that's what this is all about. I, like whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the universe, uh, whatever it is. Right. I think like if I, I think we've been given this chance to, to really assess our lives and you know, are you going to just ignore that or are you going to take that and use it productively in your life? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, Remember on like Windows 98, when you've had like your computer for a couple years, you have like 97 icons on your desktop. And just like, I don't know if this is my OCD, but like I look at that and just get super stressed. But then like you like refresh your computer and just delete everything off it. And you have that like clean desktop. Like I feel like that's 2020. It's like delete, delete everything. That's right. Your job that you liked, fuck it. It's gone. A lot of people have switched jobs, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, I talked to Brittany. That was like one of my last episodes. I talked to Brittany and she lost her job this quarantine because of COVID. And it completely shifted her life and she took it in a positive way. And now she's, you know, pursuing a lot more of her dreams. So like, I feel like there's... A lot of people that have been hindered by this, but a lot of people that have just been like taking it as like a point to pivot from, mm -hmm. like 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 uh, yeah. If you watch basketball, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say pivoting. But then on the you know on the other side, there's going to be people who they've just been collecting that government check and just been drinking and watching shows and and screwing around with this time that they've been given. Yeah we've been given this time to work on ourselves. Yeah. Is really what this is. 
And I don't care what, what form it came in, whether it's horrible, whether it's not, whatever it is, this, you know, this was a seemingly negative thing that has happened to all of us, but don't think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Is like, look, regardless of how you feel about the situation, you know, unless, like I said, if you're losing family members to this thing, then I'm really sorry. I like that fucking sucks. But if that's not the case, even if that is the case, actually, you know, what positivity can you get from it? Like what, how can you, if you're going to be, you know, for lack of a better term, getting kicked while you're down, like what's the way you're going to get back up? Cause eventually you're going to have to get back up. And the longer you just sit there and writhe in pain, the more, you know, it's going to hurt because you're used to just laying there in pain, but also other people are going to be less sympathetic. They're going to be like, at some point, like, fuck, when are you going to like clean up your act? When are you going to, you know, start moving in a positive direction? Like, I feel like anytime these things happen, like, you know, like, uh, like you said, like world wars, like anytime there's world wars or pandemics like this, like, it's like, look, like there's gotta be a way to move forward. Like we the world doesn't end. It's not, this isn't the end of the world. You know, a lot of people are obviously like getting impacted by this thing, but at some point it's like the world's not ending. You're going to continue living. So how are you going to make that positive? I like what you said, like maybe learn a new skill, learn a new hobby, or just maybe learn something like learn anything new or just change your perspective on things. Like, I feel like that's the best way to go about it. Even if that's the only thing you've gained from this, you have gained something from it. Yeah. And that's important to, to know. Fuck yeah. Dude, that's fucking sick. Two dudes, one couch. If you want more of this, let us know because obviously we can't go out. So sitting at home and making like episodes like this is super easy for us. And the two of us talk all day, every day anyways. So we might as well film it. If you have any questions for us, if you have anything you want to add to this, if you want to tell us that we're assholes or you think that we have fucked up perspectives. Throw all that in the comment section below. If you're listening on uh, a podcast, find uh, find me on social media. I'm on every single social media platform. It's at Mark D. Henny. And Aiden doesn't matter. I'll throw his tags in here as well. No, I'm just joking. What's your... What, it's Not the AJ me. Brow. Is it the AJ Brow? The AJ Brow? Is that it? <laughs> we're going to edit this part. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not. But anyways. No, that's fine. Don't worry about me. Thank you. It is though, right? It is the AJ Brown. That's my email, bro. What's your, what's your, what's your you Instagram? Wanna, if you want to be barbaric and email me, yeah. shoot me an email. Actually, better yet, send me a letter. Some, send me Don't somebody, give me my address, man. Send me somebody, like a pigeon or something, to carry a letter. Um, or somebody on horseback. That's the best way to reach me. At AJ Brown 12. At AJ Brown 12. You can find him at AJBrown12. You can find me at Mark D. Henny. We're on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace out. And have a good day. Have a good week. Have a good month. Have a good year for the rest of 2020. I don't know when this is coming out, but Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holiday. Whatever you celebrate, happy that. Peace out. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Let's go.